This is your pal Daffy Duck, and you're watching. You're watching. We're watching. You're watching Fanboy. 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 Fanboy, etc. Fanboy Nation. God, I assume Tom. Zeno, how you doing, man? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Congratulations on Legion of Superheroes. This is not your first stint in the DC animated universe. You've been cyborg. You've been steel. Uh, you've done so much with, with the franchise. Now here we are talking about the invisible kid and Brainiac three. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, take us through the process, man. This animated feature is always, is, is a blast and anything DC has put out, like they're batting 95%. You know, I mean that, well, mm-hmm. you know, their average is 95%. Their batting average, what would be batting 900 at this point? Right. <laughs> yeah, actually, uh, they, the, especially with the animated content, uh, DC was, has always kind of been a champion at, uh, at really, really great animated storytelling. Um, and so, uh, I was contacted. I, I got an email one day, uh, that, uh, Wes Gleason, uh, was, was thinking of me for, uh, uh, Invisible Kid. And, you know, that this was coming a little after I had done Super Sun. So I was, like, really honored that he thought of me again and to use me in something again. Uh, so I'm, I'm glad that, you know, uh, my work left that impression on him or that, you know, uh, whatever he saw there maybe influenced him to then uh, um, uh, reach out about Invisible Kid. And then when the day came to record, we just kind of got into it. You know, uh, he kind of directed me into, like, uh, you know, he directed me into making Invisible Kid more you know, I didn't have to like really do a lot with my voice vocally. Uh, it was just more about a personality thing and give him that youthful kind of energy. Uh, he then turned into a charming kind of fun loving, um, kind of witty sort of, uh, jokester. He's like, it's really cool, uh, laid back, uh, sort of guy. So, um, it was really a really fun process working on a movie with him and with everybody involved. And, and I'm glad that he was finally able to turn invisible while keeping his clothes on. That's the big spoiler we're going to say. Right. Gonna <laughs> yeah. That's always the thing. Yeah, because that's the fear. Everyone's like, oh, they turn invisible. What about your clothes? And he finally gets it done. So we're happy right. for him for that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Which is it's also interesting like, think about, like, when you think about like how the power itself works. It's like, you know, uh, <laughs> it's like, okay, well, what do you have to do? Or like, what? what within your power changes, like, so can you turn other things invisible? You know, it's always, it's a, it opens up more questions. But things right. really is cool it whatever it. you're in proximity of? Is it whatever you're touching? Do, can that turn invisible when you activate right. the power? That sort of thing. Yeah. Right, right. But this is a fun animated feature. It's got humor. It's got heart. It's got the frustration that, that Kara faces against Brainiac 5 uh, in fear that he'll eventually turn like the other Brainiacs you being one of them in Brainiac 3, um, you know, the the switch between be- being the heroic uh, sidekick, well, not even sidekick, but the, hero- the heroic character in the academic institution, also being the one of the most powerful villains to ever exist in Brainiac. Like, that switch going back and forth in the script, is that a one-record session, or is that, like, Hey, take a thirty-minute break. We'll come back, let you get in the mindset of that character, and go from there. No, that was a that was a one record session. They said, "Okay, now you're now you're Brainiac, <laughs> now you're Brainiac three, go." You know, and uh, we 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 took a little 
business model. So, like, you know, I heard, like, uh, Ben bring me out, right? And I was like, okay, well, I, I don't want him to sound exactly like that, right? Maybe something similar or close. Um, so, yeah, it was a, it was a one, one, one and go. They said, go, go, and you go. <laughs> right, because each one is an evolution of the character, and, you know, there has to be slight variation. So it makes perfect sense. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, let, let's take it to this. We're going into the 31st century with, with this film. Uh, it's not quite utopian, but it's also not dystopian, which I'm happy about because the last decade has been dystopian future, and I'm kind of sick of people wanting, like, these horrible worlds to exist and giving governments right. an excuse to, like, use them as playbooks. Like, enough already. We read Fahrenheit right. 451. <laughs> I don't need to live it. Stop giving them ideas. <laughs> exactly. So what is your ideal future for not just Invisible Kid, but generations of Robinsons to come? Like, what would you like them to see? Um, I would like them to see a world more empathetic. Uh, I think that's what I think a lot of why we see these dystopian futures is because a lot of the powers that be, um, aren't very empathetic. They only think about, they don't, they don't think about their futures, they don't, uh, or the, their kids' futures. They only think about theirs. Um, like, you know, we have like global crises, like global warming, blah, 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 right? So I'd like, you know, future Robinsons to, to kind of live in a, in a world that's, that's more empathetic, that's, uh, more accepting and more, uh, uh, tolerant, um, and more, you know, surrounded by love, I think, um, you know, uh, that's kind of what I'd like to see, just more humanizing everyone around you, helping everybody around you, you know, uh, where one person doesn't hoard all the resources or, or like one corporation doesn't ruin it for everybody else, you know, um, thinking everybody, that's what I'd like to see, kind of, kind of like you say, something that's not dystopian, <laughs> Um, that's, that's more operated on love, I think, than money. <laughs> I got you, man. But sometimes we have to understand suffering in order to understand compassion. Absolutely. 100%. And that's why it's not necessarily dystopian, but utopian. <laughs> because balance of all things must be. I dig it, man. I dig it. All right. So, you know, invisibility isn't always considered a power of the righteous or of the hero. Sometimes villains would want to be invisible so they can sneak in and do stuff. What would 15-year-old Zeno do with invisible kids' powers? 15-year-old Zeno. <laughs> um, maybe, like, not go to school one day. You know, take a day and and don't go to school. <laughs> you know, and, uh, well, you know, there's always a, I always say, like, take a nap or something like that. There's always the issue of, but dang, people are going to really be worried about where you are. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, I could definitely sneak out of school without being seen and, uh, take a little Zeno day and, like, go to the mall or something. Right. They got, they clocked you in for attendance and now you've kind of just made your way out. Right, exactly. The, they they think that I'm there, you know what I'm saying? Um, and then I disappear and and go play a video game at GameStop or something. You know, go go to a comic book store and read comics all day. I dig it, man. See, now Triple Good Girl could easily pull that off. Right? <laughs> right? Yeah, she could, like, still be at school and doing something else at the same time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
get all her homework done. All right, you focus on, on language arts. I'm going to focus on history. You do the science, and boom, we're done in 20 minutes. Boom, yeah, yeah. Jealous. The the beautiful thing about Legion of Superheroes, which we have to remind everybody comes out on Tuesday, February 7th, is that this is a fun animated feature and that, you know, you probably recorded this like a year and a half ago. When you do your recording, mm-hmm. step away, and then you finally get to see the final product. Does it bring back memories of being in the booth of like, oh, yeah, I remember when I hit that line or, huh, I can't believe they went with the second take instead of the original take that I thought they were going to go <laughs> Yeah, sometimes it's a mixture of both. Like, sometimes you'll watch something and be like, huh, I don't remember reading that that way. Or but sometimes I've been actually surprised by my own work. Like, like, wow, that was funny. I delivered that really well. Okay, maybe I, maybe I do deserve to get paid <laughs> money for this, right? right? But sometimes it's like, really? They did that? I'm very sure I gave them a better take, or I'm very sure I did something better. Um, and like, even with like, uh, like for example, for Super Sons, like I completely forgot the voice I put on for Melvin Masters. I like completely 100% forgot what I did with that character. So like when I, when I watched it, I was like, Oh wow. Oh, that sounds actually pretty, pretty, pretty good. And I watched it with a friend, um, my friend Crystal. And even she was like, that's you. And I was like, we watched the whole movie. And I was like, yeah. And I was this other guy. She's like, wait, that was you. That's you. That doesn't even sound like you. I was like, I know. I'm just as shocked as you are. So, yeah. And even with, with Jimmy, I, 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 like, heard a lot of the stuff that I did. I was like, oh, wow. Like, that was a pretty good so far. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty good. I do make a pretty good Jimmy Olsen laugh. So it's, it's a mixture of both sometimes. I dig it, man. All right, Zeno, before I let you go, tell us why we need to watch Super Sons on Tuesday, February 7th, and where we can find you on social media if we want to connect and keep the conversation rolling. Oh, this is why you need to watch Super, uh, not Super Science. This is why you need to watch Legion of Superheroes on February 7th on Tuesday. It, uh, one, it's Supergirl, it's our Supergirl, and she's cool, right? She's, she's, she's amazing, but it's a whole new cast of characters that probably a lot of DC fans won't be familiar with. So it's fresh new faces, fresh new powers, it takes place in the future, and then, uh, something happens, like, near the beginning and kind of in the middle of the movie that sort of flips on its head and gets dark. And these, this group of, like, unlikely heroes have to, like, kind of, uh, stand up and, and, and save the day, uh, with their, with, like, unconventional powers. It's really, really great. I think and you can find me everywhere at Childish Games, you know, sometimes there's an underscore. You wanna get the conversation rolling? Zeno, I really appreciate your time, man. Thank you so much. Have a great afternoon. Again, Legion of Superheroes comes out February 7th. Go watch that. And if you haven't watched Super Sons yet, Go catch that one as well so you can be caught up on everything DC animated.